Are dreams just random images fired from an unconscious brain during sleep? Or something much more important, like life-saving inner guidance? How dreams can be healing and early warning tools for disease, financial crisis, or success. And love is still one of the behavioral science's greatest unanswered questions. Hello, I'm your host, author Kat O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to Dreaming Healing, where dreams and cutting-edge scientific research meet on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Dreaming Healing is every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern, with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, when you can call in and ask Kat questions about your amazing dreams. Talk on air. Call toll-free, 833-220. 1200. That's 833-220-1200. Come live your dreams out loud with Good Kat. Good evening, everyone. I'm your host of Dreaming Healing, Kat Cannabis. I'm so glad you're here. Got a fabulous show for you tonight. Um, can't wait to discuss the dreams in this show. We're going to be talking about PTS dreams, postpartum psychosis dreams, and how to overcome them. Um, the, the traumatic stresses that go with it. But, um, you know, nightmares, especially those caused by trauma, they disrupt your sleep, they can haunt your daylight hours. But what if you could turn PTS dreams into PTSG? <laughs> yeah, PTSG, post-traumatic spiritual growth. Is that even possible? Well, our guest tonight, Linda Yale Scheller, says yes. But first, let's do our protection meditation, okay? I want, if you're new to my program, just follow my voice, close your eyes, relax, and enjoy. For those of you who are driving in your car and listening to me on the car <laughs> radio, don't close your eyes. <laughs> it will still work. And those of you who are just listening to me on your computer, if you'd like to see me, because this is a video podcast, you can Google me on the Queen of Dreams, and I will come up. You can go to my website or my name, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, and that's K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N, O-K-E-E-F-E. K-A-N-A-V is in Victor, O-S is in Sam. And if you look in the left-hand corner at the very top of the page, you'll see these little black buttons. One of them will say radio show. Click that. It will take you to my website page on dreamvision7radionetwork.com. And look down and you'll see a little TV antenna with TV with little tiny antennas on it, just as cute as a little bug. Click that and you get to watch us. You'll get to watch Dr. Linda and I tonight, okay? And I call her doctor no matter what because she <laughs> is a dream doctor, absolutely. She can fix whatever is ailing you with your nightmares, but we're gonna talk about that after the meditation, okay? So I want you to get comfortable, just kind of relax, let your shoulders drop. You'll probably say, oh, my shoulders are really tight. Good, let them drop. They'll feel so much better after this meditation. I want you to take three deep breaths in. You're gonna hold them each time so that any negativity can get caught up in that breath of life. And we're gonna blow it out across the room 
into the purple flame of St. Germain, where it's going to be, be converted into golden light instead of hanging around as trash. All right? So deep breath in. Fill your lungs. Hold it. Imagine any negativity that you saw, heard, or felt this week. Getting into that breath of life and blow it out all the way across the room. See it going into the purple flame of St. Germain, getting converted into beautiful golden light, going up into the universe, beyond the stars, beyond the moon, beyond the sun, and making a U-turn in heaven, coming right back down into your seventh chakra, filling your whole body. Feel it filling you up. Again, deep breath in. Any negativity that you may have said, done, or felt towards somebody, getting caught in that breath of life, blow it out into the purple flame of St. Germain. Feel it going up again, past the stars, moon, sun, making a U-turn in heaven, coming right back down into your seventh chakra and aligning your chakras. One more time, deep breath in. Imagine that little negativity that's bothered you since you were a child. Whatever it is, it's caught in that breath of life. Blow it out one more time. Into the purple flame of Saint Germain. See it converted into golden light up beyond the stars and moon and sun into heaven, you turn right back down at the speed of thought into your seventh chakra, into your sixth, into all of your chakras all the way down. Now I want you to imagine in your hand holding a power gift. A power gift is anything that is love to you. A necklace, your favorite flower, a stone, anything that gives you the power of love. Imagine holding it in your hand, taking that power of love, swinging it all around your body and creating a mirrored bubble around you. Only that which is of the highest and best and brought by your spirit guides may enter that bubble. Everything else is reflected back from whence it came. We wish it so, and therefore it is. When you're ready, open up your eyes. Feel yourself coming back into your body. Oh, feel how much better your shoulders feel now. All that golden light inside of you, just sit and percolate in it during the show. So, yes, we were talking about how nightmares, especially those caused by trauma, can really disrupt your sleep. And they can haunt your daylight hours. You can have little snippets of them coming in throughout the day, distracting you from your job, distracting you from your relationships. Um, but what if we could turn those PTS dreams into post-trauma spiritual growth. Is that possible? I think so, because nightmares, especially those caused by trauma, not only disrupt your sleep, 
but they can keep you on edge for a very long time and they can keep coming back. Well, our guest today, Linda Schiller, is going to be talking about the nature of nightmares. And, and I personally love nightmares. I think they're great, but we're going to talk about that too. And she's here to help us learn how to turn anxiety filled or heart pounding dreams into resources for spiritual growth. She's going to share guidelines for turning PTS dreams into PTSG, post-traumatic spiritual growth, with effective techniques to safely heal those post-traumatic nightmares and figure out their root causes. And even if we can't figure out the cause, maybe when we focus on the shift, the cause will automatically shift as well. So let me tell you a little bit about Linda Schiller. She's a mind, body, and spirit psychotherapist. She's a consultant, author, and international teacher who facilitates groups and dream circles. She provides individual group and corporate consultation, and she trains professionals on working with dreams. She has been involved with her own dream sharing group for more than 30 years. You can learn more about her by going to my page on uh, Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, Dreaming Healing. Her link, lindayaleshiller.com is live on that page. Just click it during the commercials and you can learn all about her. Just make sure you come back to the show after the commercials or at the very end of the show, you can click it and stay there for hours because there's <laughs> so much to see on her page. So welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you so much. So nice to be here, Kat. Good to see you again. Now, did I say your middle name correctly? Is it you're you're close, not quite. So thanks for asking. It's Yael. Yael. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Well, I, I was like, I was so impressed when I read it because I just know you as Linda Scheller. And right. I thought, she's got the middle name like Yale University. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually my Hebrew name, Yael. And it's funny, I was just consulting with someone about Dreamworks the other day, and we were talking about names, and he changed mm -hmm. his name. And I said, Oh, yeah. And when I lived in Israel, I changed my name to Yael, but when I came back to the States, nobody could pronounce it. So I just kept it as my middle name. Nice, nice. And is, is there is there some special significance that goes with Yael? Yeah, well, there were there are a couple layers of that. I don't want to go too far into that, but it's kind of related to what we're going to talk about anyway. So Yael is uh, one of the warrior priestesses in the Bible. Deborah was a general in the Old Testament, and Yael was one of her, her troops, so to speak. Um, so that's one uh, person, a biblical uh, matriarch. And then uh, Al-Yael is the animal, the heart, H-A-R-T, like a little goat, uh -huh. And what I didn't know originally that I later found out is that the two syllables, Yah and El, are both names of God. Really? Yep. Yah, like Yahweh, and El, uh -huh. like Elohim. They're both names of God. You're right. Oh, my goodness. What yeah, I was really excited when I discovered that. Learned, you know, I just learned something new, and I, I always love to learn new things. So getting to, you know, you just uh, published this book right here, 
for those of you who are into dreams, it's PTS Dreams. Transform your nightmares from trauma through healing dream work. And there are so many of us in trauma right now. So let's talk about um, nightmares, Linda. Do you believe in um, nightmares? Well, it's an interesting question because I don't, I don't think it's a matter of believing in them or not. I think they're sort of a fact of existence for, for many people. And we have a whole world that we live in when we are asleep to our waking reality. And mm -hmm. depending on you and your viewers' point of view, you know, we can live in more than one world, both sequentially and simultaneously. So when we're asleep at night, our dreams are allowing us to participate in a whole other plane of being. And sometimes that other plane of being is delightful and fun or sexy or enjoyable. And those are our, the dreams we go, yay, I'm flying or I'm at the beach. And sometimes the dreams are anxiety producing or a little bit off and we feel a little bit like, ooh. And then sometimes the dreams are outright terror and those are the nightmares. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so do you, do you believe that nightmares are bad? Do you believe those terror nightmares are a bad thing? No, it all comes in the service of our healing. So one of the things I, we learned from one of our teachers, Jeremy Taylor, is that all dreams come in the service of health and healing, including the nightmares. So nightmares are kind of an SOS from our unconscious. And they're mm -hmm. telling us there's something you have not yet metabolized. There's some upsetting, difficult, traumatic event that you've either witnessed or been uh, involved in recently or a long time ago that is sort of sitting like a lump of undigested food in your body-mind system. Mm -hmm. And until you can digest and metabolize what happened to you, you can't really move on. So the nightmares mm -hmm. come to say, wake up to your dreams and let's get cracking here to help you digest and process what happened so it doesn't ruin either your daytime or your sleep anymore. Oh, I so agree. I believe I, I, I believe that a nice dream with, with, with birds singing and people you like is wonderful. It really is. But I believe our nightmares keep us on the path of life. Believe it or not, when we start to step off that path, <coughs> we start to have nightmares because there's a message in that nightmare that we need to know and in order to stay on that path. And it's so easy to forget a nice cushy dream. It's almost impossible to forget a nightmare. Don't you agree? I, I do. I agree. And our nightmares come to show us often what Jung calls our shadow side. And our shadow are all the things, not only that happened to us that are hard or scary, but also the things about ourselves that we'd rather not know, or that we're embarrassed of, or ashamed of, or, or afraid of those parts of ourselves. But again, we have to face both what happened and who we are, because what causes a shadow? Well, light. So if we deal with the shadow parts of ourselves and what happened in our lives, then we enlarge the amount of light we have available to us. It's not just casting the shadow anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and I love the, the concept of shadow self that you brought up, Linda, because 
I, I so often, and we can talk about this now, I so often get emails or messages from our audience that says, I keep being chased by this dark shadow in my dreams. Yeah. And I, I'm scared to death. I'm running as fast as I can, but I can't get away from this shadow person chasing me. And they're so frightened and they're so afraid to go to sleep. And and my my take on that is, it's your shadow not chasing you, but trying to catch up to you because without it, it means you're no longer in the light. So rather than chasing you, it's trying to catch up to you because it's an important part of self, no matter where you go, there it is, there the shadow is, and it reassures you that you are not in the dark because if you were in the dark, couldn't see your shadow. Right. Yeah. So do you have a do you have a twist on that as well? Yeah, absolutely. So most people when they are chased by something scary, dark, unfamiliar, their immediate visceral response is I better run. This is dangerous. And it's part of our hardwiring back in the day when we, you know, lived as cavemen and cave women, we did have to have that fight flight or freeze response activated immediately if we didn't want to get eaten by the saber-toothed tiger or clubbed over the head by a marauding tribes person. <laughs> in modern day life, luckily, most of us are not in immediate danger in our moment-to-moment -moment daily life. There are, of course, exceptions in many parts of the world and our own country to that. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to take into account when we're thinking about the scary thing chasing us, the shadow, the, the wild animal, the dark, uh, the dark cloaked figure. Is it something that is chasing us from a long time ago in our life that is not happening anymore? Or are we actually still living in the midst of the traumatic events? If we are living in the Ukraine, if we are a person of color being stopped by the police, if we are living in the aftermath of a hurricane or an earthquake, that's not PTSD. That's not post-traumatic stress disorder. That's in the middle of the stress and trauma. So the nightmares we get while we're still experiencing trauma have a different flavor and a different way of dealing with them than those that we get once we're actually in a safe place in our waking daily life. Then part of our biggest job, both in working with the trauma and in working with the dreams, is to be able to differentiate what's now and what was before. Mm -hmm. That was then, and this is now. And part of my work with people with nightmares is to help create enough resources and enough safety to bring into the present, to start with being grounded, resources, and safe, to remind ourselves that we actually are safe right now. And then we get to take those resources, people, talismans into the dream with us to do the work with the nightmare bringing in the safety that we didn't initially have when we had the dream. Yes, I, I so agree. And our dreams, um, Linda, are, you know, people forget that our dreams are signs and symbols speaking to us. And right. um, for those of you in the audience uh, who, who haven't seen Linda on my show before, she's been on with me before, we, we, uh, both presented at the IASD, the International Association for the Study of Dreams. And, one of the events that I did was on my uh, Dreams Unmasked. And that's to help people with P 
PTS dreams, believe it or not, they, they come into my event and they have these horrible nightmares that they've had all their life and they can't get rid of them. And what does it mean? And so in one case, a gentleman came up and he, he picked up the mask of a bear. I have a little teddy bear mask. I tried to make sure that none of my masks are too horribly scary. You can see them behind me. I've got Freud in the middle of my light <laughs> mask and my dark mask, um, id ego and super ego. But he picked up this, this mask, Linda, of a cuddly little teddy bear. Mm -hmm. And he's up there and he was shaking. And I said, have a seat. Tell me why you chose, why you chose that mask, why that mask called to you and he said I've been having nightmares uh about a bear chasing me since I was a little boy and I said well at one point did you have a bear chasing you he said no but you know my brother used to beat me up all the time he would leave me bloody he would leave I would have black eyes bruises and he would say if you tell mom and dad I'm gonna beat you up worse and you tell them that the neighborhood bully did it. If you say anything, and he's, and he's a very meek man. Yeah. And uh, he said, um, now as an adult, I still have these bears chasing me. And I said, okay. Was your brother a really big guy? A bear of a guy? He says, yeah, he was like 10 years older than me. And mm -hmm. I said, and so did he chase after you? And he said, yeah, until he caught me and beat me up said, okay, so what if your little teddy bear mask you just picked up is here to tell you there's a bear in you that's not a mean bear? It's not a mean bear. And the big bear was beating up your teddy bear, but now you're a full-grown man, and you have bear DNA in you, <laughs> and you can stand up to your brother now. And do you know, Linda, that that little mask changed his life so much that he came back. He went during the break to talk to his brother, came back and wanted to be photographed with the mask so he could remind himself whenever he talked to his brother, he could look at the picture and say, I'm a bear too. Mm. So it's everything you talk about in your book, mm -hmm. these PTS dreams, right? their messages to us. The bear in his dream wasn't trying to catch him and kill him. That little bear was trying to integrate with him to give him bear strength without being a mean bear. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a beautiful so, um, piece of work. Huh? I said it's I'm a sorry. beautiful piece of work you did with him, Kat. And I and I want to say that it was very elegant and very um direct. It doesn't always go that quickly, just for your listeners to know. I mean, you hit the target and you and he actually participated with telling you, I mean, you got the right question kind of right away. And then you were mm -hmm. off and running. Sometimes it takes a long time to unpack the symbols of the dream to figure out what are the connections or associations to waking life, either currently or historically. Um, but once you do, once you've unpacked the symbolism and the meaning of it, there are so many options available to deal with it. And, and you chose a, a, a beautiful one. And there could be many others as well. Um, but clearly, that was the right one for him at that moment in time. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, we got to take a break. So don't go away. When we come back, we're going to talk about how we can take that um, PTS dream and turn it into post-traumatic spiritual grow with Linda. So don't go away. We'll be right back.
What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Kat. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to happy. Sacred stories of transformational joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So, grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. Darkest Hours to Brightest Moments. Transformation from Despair to Happiness. And Chaos to Clarity. Real People. Real Pain. Real Healing. Life-threatening illness, death, abusive relationships, divorce, and overcoming addiction are challenges these men and women faced head-on. See how they emerged stronger and happier. Buy the new book, Chaos to Clarity, Sacred Stories of Transformational Change, by Rev. Patricia Caginello and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available on sacredstoriespublishing.com and worldwide through Amazon and other retailers. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kat Cannabis, and we have Linda Schiller with us today, and we're talking about her brand new book, right there <laughs> post-traumatic stress dreams pts dreams and how we can turn those dream those post-traumatic stress dreams into post-trauma spiritual growth and that's where, what we're going to talk about now and uh i just for those of you who are new to our show you are listening to dream vision 7 radionetworkcom and so um linda i want to ask you how in the world did you come up with this brilliant title? <laughs> oh, your thank book? you so much. I love that brilliant title. Thank you. I, yeah, I kind of like it too. Um, I've been a trauma treatment therapist for years and years. I've been doing trauma treatment and I've been doing dream work for about 40 years, really. And here's an, it's an interesting thing. I do my best thinking when I'm doing some sort of exercise, when I'm swimming or when I'm hiking or if I'm on the treadmill, if it's a lousy day outside. I live in Boston, so there are lousy days here. And what I realized retrospectively is that all of the forms of exercise I do are using one side of the body and then the other, which is bilateral stimulation. Bilateral stimulation is what 
EMDR is based on. EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing, which is the cutting edge body-mind treatment. It's the treatment of choice for trauma. It's, It's approved by AMA, it's used for veterans, it's used with all sorts of both personal and global trauma. And I'm a practitioner, I'm a trained practitioner in EMDR. And I realized that when I'm swimming, or when I'm walking, I'm doing right, left, right, left. And as I'm thinking, I'm stimulating the two sides of my brain, much as we do in EMDR to process um, traumatic memory. And I think that's how I came up with the title. So because the two things I was doing the most in my life and work and two things I'm very passionate about, healing trauma and doing dream work, just kind of cross fertilized in my brain. Oh, that's great. I, I, I love I love this title. So let's talk about um, how do we, what are some of your guidelines, if you can share with us, on on turning a nightmare or PTS dream into post-traumatic spiritual growth? Do you, our audience, is there something you can share with them to help sure. them with that? Sure. There's a number of different things. And one is the knowledge that all dreams come with multiple layers of meaning. So whatever we get in the beginning, the the surface layer of the actual dream story itself, what's happening in the dream is just the tip of the iceberg. So if we start with that orientation, we know that there's more than meets the eye. And that can be very comforting when the part that meets the eye is distressing or scary. So to know there's more to know after the nightmare is is a good way to start. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, when we're scared and having bad dreams, particularly if they come pretty often, if they're recurrent, if they're repetitive, we wanna take care to provide protection for ourselves before we go to sleep at night, right? So in the book, I talk, I have a whole chapter that's almost like a cookbook on the three places you can bring healing and protection before your dream, during your dream, And after your dream. Mm -hmm. So before you go to sleep at night, do some work around bringing safety and protection into your bed, your bedroom, your house, in whatever way works for you, including some of the, you know, the beautiful light imagery that you were doing before. And bring it around you and bring it inside of you as well. Have an intention, right? This goes to incubating a dream. So if we have an intention, a kavanah, we point ourselves in the direction we want the dream to go. So if we've had a lot of nightmares, we might, before we go to sleep, spend a little time journaling and saying, I'd like to have a dream that comes in the service of my health and healing. Or if a nightmare comes, I don't want it to be more than I can handle. I just want it to be right sized, so I'm not too terrified to work with it. So you can make up whatever is the right phrase for you so that you can contain and titrate the amount of information that comes through. You might imagine there's a portal between yourself and your unconscious or yourself and the other worlds. And to say, you know, I'm exhausted from all these dreams. I really just don't even want to have dreams. So imagine closing that portal before you go Mm -hmm. to sleep at night and not letting anything through the portal. So these are a few things and there are many more that you can do before having a dream. And then once you've had the dream, you come back, you've woken up on the other side, you can work with, if you choose to, the Gaia method that I created, which stands for Guided Active Imagination Approach. 
And that method or technique is based on two pillars. And one pillar is Jungian active imagination. And the other pillar is best practice trauma treatment. And I talked a little bit about how it's related to the trauma treatment already with the EMDR. And a lot of uh, Jung's work has to do with active imagination that includes bringing resources to the dream and finding resources you might have neglected to notice that were already there in your dream to go back and mm. say, oh, look, if I look really closely in this landscape, I see under the trees, there's this wise woman sitting there. And I didn't notice her before, but she feels like a resource. And then you gather the resources from before, outside the dream and inside of the dream. And then you go back and you interact with the characters. So in addition to recognizing, for example, with your guy that the bear was actually a symbol for his brother, we also could, for example, have a conversation with the bear. We can dialogue mm -hmm. with the bear and we can create the two sides of the conversation. Um, and I'm just, it made me think of, I have one example in the book of a, of a dear friend of mine who dreamt mm -hmm. about being chased by a giant when she was little, round and round, and he would chase her and chase her and she was terrified and she thought he was going to kill her. And somehow in her dream, she had a moment of lucidity. Lucid, lucid dreaming means being aware that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. But she had a moment of lucidity in the dream that said, turn around and face the giant. He's not going to hurt you. And in the dream, she has the wherewithal to actually do that. And when she does, the scary giant who's been chasing her picks her up, hugs her heart to heart, and says, I have been trying to connect with you for so long. I just am here to bring you love and joy, giant-sized love and joy, and let's dance. Oh my goodness, <laughs> let's dance. And that's what he wanted to dance with her. Oh my God. right? This is a friend, so I've known for a long time. P.S., 30 years later, what does she do for a living? She's a dance and movement therapist. Oh so she goodness. actualized the message in her dream and turned it into her life mission. Mm. Uh, and you know, there's something about knowing you've got a giant that's got your back. Yeah. To know to never again be afraid of any dream or anything. And you just touched on something that was really important, I think, Linda. You said, you know, when you have that lucid moment, um, I think that when you're dealing with PTS dreams, I think that when you can finally speak with yourself in the dream and say, this dream is a recurrent dream. As soon as you say that to yourself and are aware of it, you've created, you've turned the dream into a lucid dream and you change that dream, you change those endings and you change your life forever. That's right. So lucid dreaming is a whole long conversation that's sort of beyond the mm -hmm. scope of what we can do today. But certainly there are places you could go if you're interested in learning about how to do that more purposefully and consciously. But what everyone has easy access to is what's called wilding. And wilding stands for waking-induced lucid dream. Mm. So in those moments of just when you're falling asleep but not quite asleep yet, and just when you're waking up in the morning but not quite awake yet, what Jung would call the hypnopompic and the hypnagogic zones, you actually have a foot in both worlds. You're both awake and asleep. And mm -hmm. the images of stories that come to you in those liminal moments come from the same part of your brain that the dreams do. 
Mm-hmm. So you can actively work with the characters, the scenario, the dialogue, the objects in the dream in that half awake, half asleep state and have more sort of efficacy to um, interact and uh, move them around so that you get to redream the dream and you get to give it a different ending. So mm-hmm. one of the things I tell my clients often is th- where you woke up, that's not necessarily where the dream ended. That was just where you woke up. Right. So one of the ways to transform something from a nightmare into potential for healing growth is to say, okay, dream the dream forward. What happens next? What happens next? And sometimes Mm -hmm. the simple guidance of asking what happens next, I'm guiding them without directing them to create their own scenario until they get to a place of feeling safe, protected, peaceful, and empowered. Mm -hmm. And then we can say, oh, maybe that's where the dream ends for today. For today. That was important because sometimes you can have a recurrent dream and you're going to go through stages of healing. Just like if you're getting over a cold, you go through stages of healing. You don't just wake up one morning and boom, it's all gone. You have the different stages. And usually when we talk about dreams like this, Linda, Loki shows up. This is Loki right here. Hi, Loki. I have to show you. Um, Come here, Benny. Whoops, look. Oh, he's going to run away. You got it. We got the tail. I have two white ones exactly like that. Twins. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Loki shows up and he's very shy. But when we start talking about dreams, Loki's just like, yes, I'm going to rub up against you. Everything you're saying is right. And that's um, are very tied into dreams. So um, well, you gave him a name, of course, that encourages him to to go into that world, right? Loki is the trickster. Yeah. A trickster from, from ancient Norse uh, right. or Viking mythology. And um, actually he was already doing that. <laughs> they had a different name picked out for him and we changed it to Loki because that's who he is. And, yeah. and uh, he loves dreams. He sleeps with me at night up against my back. And um, you said something else uh, earlier. I, th- I, th- I wrote it down. What was it? Um, close the portal. I remember Linda, when I was going through breast cancer treatment, I'm a three-time breast cancer survivor. And my dreams had actually found the breast cancer and told me to go to the doctors because the doctors were telling me I was healthy to go home. And it's not my, my doctors were marvelous. I don't want anybody to ever think I'm doctor bashing. They, they saved my life along with my dreams. The two of them together saved my life. And I remember I was receiving so much information from the dream realm on what to do, what treatments to take, what foods to eat, mm-hmm. what colors to wear, what colors to add to my chakras, what, how to use sound therapy mm-hmm. on my chakras. That one night, Linda, when I went to, I was falling asleep and I woke myself up and I said, um, may I just please ask tonight that we 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 not have any information come in tonight (laughs) i would just please like to sleep thank you i I appreciate all the information i want you to know i know it saved my life but please please tonight don't wake me up don't turn the lights on so that i wake up and write the information down please please just let me sleep you know they did (laughs) it was one of the few nights where i didn't have 
all this information coming in, spirit guides showing up in as monks, my spirit guides are monks, mm. uh, telling me what foods to eat, uh, none, none of that. I just had quiet sleep. And you know, Linda, sleep is medicine. Oh, it, yeah. it is medicine. When we don't get that sleep, we it, it's very difficult to heal. Yes. So ask and you shall receive. Mm-hmm. I guess is the, the word that, that I want to use, ask and, and you shall receive. So um, do you have any other like PTS dreams that, that you have in your book that you'd like to share with us on how somebody turned that traumatic dream into a healing? Mm. Mm. Let me think for a minute. Um, well, there's, there's one that sort of comes to mind. It's actually, well, there's two. It's actually in the last chapter, which is called From PTSD to PTSG is the name of the mm-hmm. last chapter. And mm-hmm. um I'll share a dream of someone that I worked with, and then I'll share a dream that I had um, while I was writing the book. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience Hope, the magic elixir of miracles through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. world facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. 
This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Dreaming Healing on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. I'm your host, Kat Cannabis, and we have Linda Schiller with us today, and she is talking about her PTS Dreams book. Linda, can you hold your book up for us right next to your face, same time I am? <laughs> Great. And so she's going to share a PTS dream with us that is the one of the last ones in her book. And I'm just going to give her the floor and uh, we're going to take this right up to the end. So go ahead, Linda, take it away. So the question before I do is, do I have time for two or time for one? Well, I'll, I'll cue you. Let's see All how right. long they go. We're, we're just free. You, you know, we're free forming it here, audience, okay. which is my favorite kind of my favorite kind of show. Terrific. So I'll try to make them succinct. The first dream, some of whom I worked with, a, a gentleman who for years had had dreams of um, being overtaken or overshadowed, if you will, by sort of monstrous forces, usually natural disasters. So in one dream, he's standing up and he is facing like a volcano and there's a volcano erupting and kind of coming down on him. And he's feeling in the dream, this is so horrible. And in the dream, he is some kind of a spiritual leader. And he thinks, we've done something wrong and now we're being punished for it. So this oh. sense of having not lived his soul mission properly in some other life, and now he's being punished, he's gonna be sort of burned actually like in hellfire, but in this case, it was a volcano. And that was the dream. So it happened that he had this dream and we worked together during the early part of COVID. And that's actually when I wrote this book. I, I, I have an earlier book called Modern Dreamwork. I, I have that one here too. And it had just come out not even a year ago. And I wasn't planning to write the other one quite so quickly. But then COVID hit. And we were in worldwide trauma, personal, global, climate change, lockdown and I was just called don't wait so I started learning how to do things online uh, with my clients and built a patio in the backyard so I could see people outside and that's relevant because I'm meeting with this gentleman outside of my backyard on, on the COVID patio we called it <laughs> so we're standing up and we're doing this embodied dream work and he's got the, the volcano in front of him and he's got his hands up and he's kind of like afraid. He's kind of cowering because he doesn't want to get hit. I said, what would happen if you grounded your feet on the ground and turned around and had the volcano at your back instead of in front of you, along with your knowledge of yourself that you are not only a good and decent human being, but you did the very best you could for your soul's mission in that life in this one. Mm. The backstory is, is that he's a person who's been struggling with gender identity for a long time and had faced a lot of um, backlash from society and his family and had worked a long, long time to overcome and be a, a proud gay man in, in his world. So he turned around and he felt the volcano at his back. And instead of having this 
lava in his face. He was able to stand there and he put his hands up like an ancient wizard. And this was all spontaneous. And he said, I can channel this power. It's not going to overwhelm me. I'm standing here with my feet on the ground. I'm channeling the power of this volcano. And rather than the message being, I'm a bad person who has to be destroyed, I'm getting the message, I'm a good person who needs access to more power because the world needs more empowered people to help it heal. Mm, beautiful message. And that was a piece of work. Oh, I love it. I love it. So yes, we 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 do still have time, but right. before just, just be, I want to make sure that that we get this information in just in case we run out of time and we can just run all the way. We can just take you all the way through up to the last okay. second. How can we find you, and how can we find your book? Thank you. So I have the two books. Each one has its own website, PTS Dreams. So if you go to www ptsdreams.com. It'll give you information about the book, a little bit about me, and links to be able to order it both from the publisher Llewellyn or various places online. Um, same thing with the other book, Modern Dreamwork. There's a www.moderndreamwork.com. So those mm -hmm. are the two websites. And then I'm actually in the process right now of redoing my personal website. So it's it's up. Pretty soon there's going to be an even nicer one up. Um, but that's Linda Yael Schiller. L-I-N-D-A-Y-A-E-L-S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R.com. So that's my website where you can learn more about me, not just my books, but like about my life, my practice, my, my work in the world. And then um, if you want to shoot me an email, I'm Linda Y. Schiller at gmail.com. So those are ways to, to get in touch. So, so this book, your, your book is um, published by Llewellyn. Right. So it is available online. You can get yes. it on Amazon. Yes, yes. You get it, on, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it from Llewellyn. You can also get it from bookshop.org. If you want to support indie bookstores, you can get it there as well. Great. And Barnes and Nobles, kind of pretty much. Oh, and speaking of which, if you live in Maui or if you're in Hawaii, I'm going to be at the Barnes and Nobles on Maui on February 11th. So, uh Come vacation with me on Maui and come to the Barnes and Nobles there. <laughs> yes, yes, that's great. That sounds like fun. Yeah, um, yeah out of that cold Boston weather, I'm oh. over here in California, and then I'll be down there in Florida. But we were both very close to each other up in 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 uh, Massachusetts. She was in Boston, and I was like an hour away on Cape Cod, okay. and we didn't even know it. So it just shows you how how life, you know, it's so interesting. We meet at the IASD. So uh, we do have time, um, let's see, until 55. Yeah, we have time for your next story. So we got all the other stuff done. So give us another story, Linda. So I'm, this dream is a dream of mine. And I had it on the solstice, which is the day where the light is the smallest and the darkness is the largest. And then we're turning to flip that direction. So... I had it while I was writing the book. So in this dream, I am a, a young girl about 10 or so years old. And somehow I'm in a cell, like a jail cell. And it's cold and dank. And I'm kind of crouched down against the wall. And there's one window way up high with bars on it. And that was the beginning of the dream. And this is not in character for me. This is not a repetitive theme. I'm very blessed. I don't tend to have nightmares. They're not very frequent for me. So this was significant. So in the dream, I noticed 
that through the bars of the window are rays of light coming through. Mm -hmm. So I, my 10-year-old self in the dream, turns to face that way up barred window in the light, and I hold up my hands towards the light, and I am lifted out of the cell on the rays of light out through the window out into the universe. Oh, what a great dream. And I've got to ask you, Linda, was this during COVID? Yes. Did you have this? Well, look at the significance. We were all locked down in the dark, in solitary confinement. That's right. That's right. Yes, D, all of the above. That's why I bookmarked when and where I had it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, there were so many, so many people had um, COVID dreams during COVID. They were losing family members. They were losing friends. Their lifestyles had changed. And so you're right. You're absolutely right. Your book is extremely timely. This is the time to read this book because we have a tendency to have residual fears and, and um, despair within yes. us because they, um, they are absorbed by our inner children. We are so much more than just id ego and super ego. Our little inner children that like to play outside in the light, play outside in the grass, be hugged, touch. You know, they like to be touched. Uh, they've done research on tiny babies um, in, in countries where during war where the parents were, were killed and the babies are, are in orphanages and they're, they're lined up next to each other, but nobody picks them up and hugs them. They have a tendency not to survive. We need to be touched, to okay. be held. And so in our dreams, yeah. we can have that. Our dreams can help us heal and have all the things that we need to have um, when we lack them. Uh, so, oh, what a, what a beautiful dream. And, and so many of us still are, are suffering from post-traumatic stress dreams due to COVID. Okay. So um, we have about uh, two minutes left. What is the one thing you would love to leave our audience with the one thought or mm, to do or that's great so there's a wonderful movie called um the exotic marigold hotel i don't know if you've seen it or any of your listeners have seen it but the proprietor of the hotel tells his um elderly british guests it's set in india who are there to kind of live out in a warm place the last part of their life together he says um If something difficult has happened, it's not the end. And if the difficult thing is still happening, it's not the end yet, and something else will happen after that. I paraphrased it sort of wildly yeah. there. But that's yeah. the, the message. And the other thing, I just got an email from a friend who, you know, when, when you send emails, people have little tags at the bottom of their emails, little quotable quotes. And I love this one. And this one was from Albert Einstein. And he said, you have two choices in life. You can act as though nothing is a miracle, or you can act as though everything is a miracle. And mm -hmm. I loved both of those. That is true. I prefer to, to act like 
everything is a, yeah. is a miracle. Yeah. We're coming up to the end of the show. Linda, I want to thank you so much for coming on to the show today. And I'm planning in the near future to have a panel of dreamers. I would love to have you come back on and uh, just as a panel roundtable, just throw out all the all the information that we've learned that can be helpful to others who are maybe still going through PTS dreams. And um, again, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thank you so much, Kat. It's a pleasure to see you again, both be on your show again and reconnect after we met up at the conference last summer. Yes. So the next time you, our audience, have an anxiety field or heart pounding dream, write it down, embrace it, and then turn it into resources for your spiritual growth. Turn your PTS dream into PTSG, post-traumatic spiritual growth. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kat Cannabis, your host, and uh, we'll see you the first and third Tuesday of every month. Good night. Remember, everybody dreams. Some dreams save lives. Thank you for joining us this evening. And a big thanks to our producer. Tune in next time to Dreaming Healing for more cutting-edge research, live dream interpretations, and stories with radio host and award-winning author, Cat O'Keefe Cannabis. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Time with call-in live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Remember, everyone dreams, but some dreams save lives. Live your dreams. Find more about Cat at KathleenO'KeefeCanvas.com. That's Kathleen with a K. O-K-E-E-F-E-K-A-N-A-V-O-S. Or the Queen of Dreams on Google Search. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.